Top Soup Podcast, where I'm your host, Preston Planells. We've got people from all across the nation that will discuss and reveal their own ways of how they conquered their own mountains. Our goal is to give you as much information as you need on how you can reach your own highest potential and can be on top soon. I hope you enjoy. Guys, thanks so much for coming on another episode of the On Top Soon podcast. Uh, today, I have a special guest from the University of Indiana. He's a swimmer, uh, also from California, just like I am. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for, what, what like two or three years now? I mean, it's yeah, kind of grown. grown. <laughs> but uh, I'd like to introduce uh, Kai Bathurst right now. He's, he's on a... Uh, He's on the podcast from California. So how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just like we were talking about earlier before this, uh, just trying to figure out how to stay sane and in shape while going through quarantine. And so that way I can get back to swimming after this and not die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what are you doing right now? I mean, you know, coronavirus, everybody doesn't know really what to do. What are you, what are you up to right now? Yeah, so um, I've just been doing a lot of, I guess, running, and my mom owns a Pilates studio, so that's pretty convenient, and so I've been doing some, like, like almost like body weight workouts with her, but, I mean, finding the motivation some days is pretty challenging. I'm definitely not doing doubles, um, but just trying <laughs> to feel, maybe cutting down a little bit on some food, and eating a little bit healthier, just so that, because uh, I can't keep up with the same diet that I was eating while swimming, or else I'm going to get a little bit too big. <laughs> Yeah, you got that right, buddy. So uh, today we're just going to talk a little bit about um, the recruiting process, kind of like what you went through, what I went through. Um, you know, we have a lot of listeners who, who are swimmers or who just from any athlete, uh, any athletes just out there um, and any advice we could um, we could help them with. So, I mean, from from your from your perspective, I mean, you know, you Indiana big big swim school you know you got cody miller you got mark spitz up on the up on the board you know his big giant face on a big you know just i don't even know it's just up there yeah um i mean so how how did that come like how was that like recruiting process or how how was it coming in um and just like thinking about them as a school i mean give me a little bit on that yeah so i guess i'll kind of just start from the beginning um so I was about, it was like my freshman year, and that was when I finally decided that, like, I wanted to actually make swimming my main sport, because I was doing water polo and had done some other sports before then, um, and then when I finally decided that swimming was going to be my sport, I wasn't, like, really up there, like, some of those people that you'd see at, like, meets, like, I wasn't very recognizable, um, and then once I quit, about a year in, um, or, like, maybe six months in, I missed my junior cut by, like, 0.21 in the two fly, the meet before, and so, like, I just, like, was noticing, like, how big, because I was, like, barely making sectional cuts until of that. And I was, like, whoa, I have, like, like, if that's what happened in six months, what can happen in the future? And then later that summer, I made my summer junior cut. And then once I made my summer junior cut, I feel like the winter summer junior cuts are really, like, that, like, like standard that, like, a lot of colleges will look for. And, like, at least, like, when, when you get up into, like, the top 20 schools they'll start really looking for people with like summer junior cuts and winter junior cuts and people and so I was able to um get lucky enough to have Indiana reach out to me um during like that whatever the date is your junior year where they're allowed to officially reach out to you yeah, so, yeah I think it was like August or June or something June July August something like that yeah 
yeah, I just remember that day, like getting a bunch of emails from different schools and kind of like sifting through and like figuring out which schools met my academic needs and my swimming needs and like just my everything needs, I guess, besides those two. Um, and so it came down and then I would talk. So I started off by talking to like coaches uh, from every school. Um, and so I talked to some of the schools that I wasn't sure if I really wanted to go to. That's like almost like it's almost like I use that for practice. So like the first school I talked to, um, I wasn't too interested in, but I needed to get practice talking to coaches. And so I talked to them and um, it was it was rough. I'm not going to lie. My first phone call. <laughs> Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was so incredibly awkward and had no idea how to talk to these coaches. I was freaking out. Um, and they kind of understood that because, like, I mean, they go through so many of these. Um, and so I kind of ended up narrowing it down, narrowing it down, and was just talking to different schools. And I knew Indiana was always one of the schools that I really wanted to go to. Um, and so talked to them a lot. And then one of their coaches ended up leaving that I was talking to. And so I didn't have anybody to talk to for a while. So I was more looking at other schools for a bit. Yeah, and yeah. then one of their coaches, uh, Coley, ended up reaching out to me um, end of my junior year. And so I was like, okay, like, sweet, like, I get to talk to these guys again. And then I kind of had a list of about four uh, schools. And then I ended up taking some unofficials because um, I felt like I wanted to know where I was going before I started my senior year. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, you got any more? Got any more? Got any more schools? Oh, is that it? Oh, I mean, I could talk about the unofficials and stuff, too. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you, you mentioned unofficials. Um, you know, I mean, I think I, I took unofficials when I visited my dad. So, I mean, wh I mean how, wh what did you, like, think about when you were going into these unofficials? Yeah, so um, one of the big things about um, when we were getting recruited is that you couldn't take a visit until your senior year, which has now changed, which I think is a very good thing for everybody because I wanted to know, and a lot of schools wanted me to know where I was going before I started my senior year, because they kind of like to get that stuff done as early as possible. Yeah, exactly. So kind of figured out with my parents that I needed to kind of narrow down my school search and go and visit a couple schools. And so I ended up, but I knew we would have to pay for it for ourselves. So we started off and we narrowed it down to four schools. So we went, um, we flew into Michigan. And so I visited uh, University of Michigan for a bit. And just kind of like, you, you gotta go there. And I feel like the most important thing when you're out of school, it's just like, you get this feeling when you're there and you'll know yeah. whether you're meant to be there or not. And so I kind of went a lot off that feeling and I'd been told that you'll get that feeling at the school. And going into it, um, I thought Michigan, Michigan was definitely my number one. And I went in and I was visiting the school and I had a good time. Um, but the only bummer about unofficials is that you don't get the full experience of the team. And so I got to meet a couple guys, got to do a little bit, got to tour their school which I really thought was a it was a cool campus I liked everything about it but I just don't think I got that same kind of um, interaction that I probably needed to like fully get a full understanding and then I mm -hmm. drove down to Indiana and then when I went to Indiana um, I got to hang out with like the freshmen all day and like and so I ended up like really bonding with these guys and so I felt like I was like oh I really just meshed with this team and I feel like everything kind of worked out really well I like the campus I think the swimming's awesome and I think the, a really big part of uh, what drew me there was there, like you were saying earlier, is how big uh, their swim is there. Like you see Mark Spitz on the wall. Um, I swim with Blake Prony, Zach Apple, um, Zane Grothy, like all these really big names in swimming, which makes it like, it, it, it's like it, I go from like looking up to these guys and then now I have the opportunity to swim with them. So I thought that was like awesome. And so that was one of the things that really drew me there. Um, and everything else kind of worked out. And I almost want, I like wanted to get out of California because I 
thought that uh, change would be pretty cool for college. And I, my parents talked to me a lot about changing um, like scenery when I went to college just to kind of experience new things. And so I uh, went there, really, really liked it. Then afterwards, I drove down to Louisville, got like the same kind of visit I got at uh, Michigan, where it was like pretty surface, met a couple people, uh, saw their like facilities, but nothing too deep like you'd get on an official visit. And then I flew over to Harvard, visited that, and just kind of like, I feel like the the school that I feel like Harvard is a really, really um, heavy academic school. And there's nothing wrong with going to a heavy academic school. I just felt that I, Harvard wasn't really the school for me, even though uh, a lot of people would love to be there. And um, so I kind of narrowed it down to my final two. Um, then ended up at the end of summer making my decisions, made a pro and con list of what I thought about each school. And then I ended up deciding Indiana. And so that's, uh, I, I decided Indiana based off, uh, I, they had a really good business school. So it worked out for me. They had uh, their swimming, obviously, like we've talked about is like awesome. And it's so cool to swim with all these new, like these really uh, big bases in swimming and just kind of almost like picking their brains a little bit and understanding uh, like kind of what made them get there, I thought was a really useful tool in going to Indiana. Um, and so I just, yeah, I picked Indiana and I uh, was super excited to commit and then super proud, like rep their school going into college. I thought that was one of the coolest things, like all my senior year, knowing where I was going while everybody yeah, else yeah, yeah. kind of struggling to figure out and apply and stuff. So yeah, and that's where I ended up. That's good, man. So, so I'm hearing no officials. We, we didn't take any officials. No, I took one official and it was to Indiana, but it was after I committed, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, not a bummer because I um, had to visit Indiana for an official, but it was a bummer because uh, it would have been cool to like get the full experience at a couple of different yeah. schools just to kind of like, just, to, just for the free, the free trip, you know, everybody can yeah, take it. Yeah, why not? Wow. <laughs> That's what we get in, uh, in college recruiting. You just, you get some, what, you get five trips, five free trips. Yeah. If you, uh, back, to back, back to back to back to back to back weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we'll take that any day. So any of our listeners take your officials yeah. or if you're, if you're good do a kai did do what my guy kai did so yeah. um so tell me a little bit about um you know you, you mentioned that um the coach you were talking to unfortunately left um mm -hmm. so so how how was that connection i mean you know we have a lot of people who who want to connect with the head coach right off the bat you know or, or people who who feel more comfortable with the assistant I mean, I know that I, I talked to, I was in the same boat with you. You know, I, I talked to, um, I, I was talking to uh, my assistant coach at uh, South, South from, where was it? No, I forgot where he was from, but, but he actually moved. So, so he moved the first day of practice and I walked in, I was like, this is unbelievable. So, I mean, so how would, um, I mean, what was your connection with the coaches? I mean, you know, we have, people who are, like I said, who connect with assistants or head coaches. So, so how do you really like talk with them? Cause a lot of people might not know, you know, how to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's a different, cause it's almost like a different dynamic, whether you're being reached out to first or if you're reaching out to a school, cause I I've been in both shoes. I've done, um, I've done both. And so when you're getting like receiving emails and stuff like that, you'll usually just respond to whatever coach emailed you. And for the most part, you're going to end up talking to an assistant coach because it's the head coach usually isn't in charge of recruiting because they're in charge of the whole dynamic of the team. So it's pretty normal to uh, talk to an assistant coach for the, almost the entire time until it comes down, down to making your decision. Um, and don't feel like the head coach is like ignoring you or anything like that. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It's just they are so busy with the team that the assistant it's the assistant coach's job to kind of like talk to you. Yeah, um, so you kind of talk to whoever. And then one of the nice things, my second time around after 
I reconnected with Indiana after that whole little gap um, in time was that I was connected with the with, I was connected with Ray Lewis, the head coach, and I was also connected with some of the assistants. So it wasn't just one guy. So if one guy ended up leaving again, it wouldn't like be the end of the world because I had some other connections there. Um, and so that, I think that's a pretty cool thing, just like under, like talking to more than one coach there just to kind of get different uh, opinions and dynamics and just build relationships before you get there. Um, but I've also been on the side where I'm reaching out to a school. Um, and so when you're reaching out to a school that you want to go to, um, it's pretty, one of the things my uh, club coach told me is write up an email, but uh, send the email to all the coaches on the list. Because if like one of them sees it, they'll respond to you. And like, let's say like a head coach sees it, but he doesn't have time to respond to you. He'll tell the assistant coach who's already in the email to go check out the email and respond. So that's, that was one of the ways that I figured out how to like talk to some of the schools that I was like, I guess some like the, like one of the schools that I was talking to was Stan, like reached out to was Stanford because I was pretty interested there. Um, and so I ended up getting uh, an assistant coach to reach out to me because I copied all the um, coaches on the email. So I feel like that's a pretty useful way um, to kind of get uh, your name out to a school and get them to respond to you. Yeah, um, and other than that, perfect, man. <laughs> yeah, after you've already like established contact, I feel like just kind of building up um, a relationship with a coach, whether it's like your number one school or it's your number three school, just because um, like, I feel like it's so important to have that relationship and just like consistently talking to them. Like I had like weekly conversations with coaches from schools just to understand like who more about who they were. And some of the conversations that I had, like weren't even about swimming, like had nothing to do with that. Just like my social yeah. life and what to do. Just building that relationship, man. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, well, I mean, for, for one, I mean, I think, I think what you said was fantastic. You know, I mean, I think a lot of people want that head coach, like head coach attention. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people who now who are on my team who, who went straight for that coach. I was like, all right, yeah, you, you do you. But, I mean, I think, I think what you said about, you know, having that connection not only just emailing the head coach, but attaching all of them is, is so important. I, I actually only emailed uh, the, the head coaches and then I went and emailed all the assistants. So I could have done that in one, one swoop like you did, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. So, well, one, one side question. So what was the craziest thing like a coach asked you? I mean, crazy, um, <laughs> might not be like, super wild but one of the i remember a coach reached out to me from indiana and i was like expecting us to talk about something swim related something coming up and he he asked me what the tacos were like in california and i was like really confused i was like i was like okay i was like uh they're pretty good he's like yeah i bet they're like awesome like the the mexican restaurants in california because it's so close to the ocean i bet you guys have really good fish tacos like where's the best fish taco place and i was like oh my god i was like this is such a hard question to answer i was like i've never even thought about this and then Finally, they came up with a couple of answers for him. And then that was the end of the phone call. That was the entire phone call with the coach. It was, it was, was yeah. And like like I'm saying, like building relationships, like it had nothing to do with swimming. It was just like, just conversation, just talking and reaching out to people. And yeah, don't like, I feel like one of the biggest things is like, don't be afraid to reach out to a school. Like the worst thing that could happen is like, you don't like, I mean, some schools won't respond to you, but some schools, like, I mean, it's not too common for them not to respond to you. They'll usually just send you like, a list of times and grades so that you have like that they need so that way you have something to strive for and like reach out le reach for so you know whether you're able to get into that school or not yeah yeah i i had a i had a friend who was like that he um he wanted to go to santa barbara for swimming um he only swam his his last two years of high school 
And, uh, you know, he, he emailed them, sent him a couple of emails and, you know, unfortunately it got a little too fast, but I mean, I think, I think the relationship part is so big. I mean, I think I still have a, you know, I still have a good relationship with my, my newest assistant coach just because, you know, she took, she stepped in from, from the coach to left, you know, mm-hmm. nothing against the old coach, you know, nothing against him, but it is nice to see that, like what if you if you have a good relationship with one, it spreads. Like I think I think you can agree with me that like like if, if you're a good kid and you 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 know you, you have a good connection with everybody, like it'll spread throughout like the whole team or throughout the coaching staff, you know? Yeah, and there are I know people in college that um there are people like some people might think that you have to be the fastest swimmer on the team to be to get attention from the coaches or to even get money. Like I know people who have gotten scholarships and stuff like that just for being an awesome teammate, like people that really pick each other up. And this year, I think one of like the most standout moments on the team wasn't anybody's swim, wasn't anything like that. It was at our final chance meet. There were a couple guys swimming and one, my roommate was one of them and a junior upperclassman on the team was another one. And they were probably like the two highest contenders for making the big 10 team. And the first day my roommate hadn't swam very well. I um, was really upset about it. And so the upperclassman who was competing against him for a swim on this team, who, which he, had, he hadn't made yet, um, took him out to dinner and talked to him and just kind of like helped him like refocus and recenter himself just so like he was confident going to the next day. And in the end, my roommate ended up getting the spot over him. And I just think that was probably the most like impressive thing um, for him to do, just like step up and just be like, you know, it's not just about me. It's about the team doing awesome here. So I want to go make sure that this guy is going to feel okay. Cause if he's, because I want the best man to be on that team. And so I think that was just an, like, I think that was the most impressive thing I saw all the season and the coach yeah. just thought so too. And he won like some, he won like the teammate award this year for that. Wow. Dang. That's crazy. Look how far a relationship can get you. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. Um, so, I mean, going a little bit more on this, um, you know, you, uh, you talked a little bit about how, you know, you were looking for a good connection with the team on your unofficials. You know, you talked about how you were able to spend some time with the freshmen. Um, how much of an impact did that have you? And um, how did, like, you know, there's a lot of aspects you got to look into for college, you know, where it is, the people. I mean, we talked about a little, little bit about it, the people, the, the uh, schooling, the academics. So, I mean, you know, you, you kind of touched on a little bit, but I mean, what do you think people should really look for? Because I mean, I know there's a lot of people who just look for these, these three things without looking what's best in their own interest. You know, yeah. it may have all the check, it may have all the check marks, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it may not be where, where you're happy. So, I mean, yeah. what, what would you say? What would you say to that, man? Yeah. So I think that when you're making like kind of a list about what you need in a school. I think the most important thing is always going to be academics because your swimming career will only last you so long. And I mean, after that, you're really going to need to rely on your, um, your degree. And so I think you want to, number one, I think you want to look for academics. And I think number two, I think is like number two, and you can put this up with number one, maybe there's a lot of schools at both because usually good swim schools are pretty good academically. Um, and that's just a pretty nice thing that like swimmers get the benefit of um, some other sports might not be exactly the same, but I know swimmers are generally pretty, pretty smart kids. Yeah. Um, so I think, and then the next thing is that I think you just kind of need to know that you can be in a certain place. So let's say I'm, I'm from California. I do know a lot of people who couldn't leave California. I think in that moment, you just kind of need to understand that like, I'm just going to look for California schools and like, maybe you can reach out to a couple other schools, but 
if you're really not going to be happy outside of California, I think you should probably stay in California. And like the same thing, vice versa. Like, so let's say you're in California, like me, and you wanted to get out of California. Um, I think maybe you should, I mean, not saying you should eliminate all California schools, but you should definitely look uh, elsewhere. And then I also think it's like location is very important. Just knowing that you can be happy there. And I think taking a visit there is like really the only way to know, um, which is, which is why the whole new rule of like junior year, you can take official visits. is going to be awesome for everybody. I think that's a lot better for the whole system. Um, and then when you get there, I, cause I've also been on the other end of recruiting where I've been recruiting kids who have come this last year for official visits. And I think it's really important. I think the kids who the team bonds with the most and who the kids that enjoy their time, their visit the most are the kids who are constantly like talking to people, like don't like try not to like kind of like just kind of stand in the back and be shy. Like, even if you are a shy kid, just like ask questions and kind of get to know the team and know more, like ask, like, I don't know, just kind of get to know people on the team and make sure that they are a good match with you. And can, that's how I kind of knew, like I was, I was on my unofficial and I was sitting down with a group of freshmen who were there over summer, um, talked to them for a while. They all had a lot of good stuff to say. Like, it just all sounded like really interesting to me. And I felt like these people were people that I could spend four years with. And so I ended up like, I think that was probably the biggest factor. Like I just remember going and really like understanding that I would be cool with these people and that these people are people that I would like to be around for four years. And so that's kind of, uh, that, I think that is a very big uh, factor and just kind of understand, just ask questions, I guess, is the biggest thing. Just yeah. understand the people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would totally agree, man. I mean, um, the, the location's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's definitely, I mean, if you're from like, like us, we're from California, but we chose somewhere that's cold, you know, yeah. so you, you never know what you're going to get. You're going to get seasons. You're going to get everything. Um, you, you touched on, you know, the, like we talked about the relationship part. I mean, I think the, the college process is so huge on relationships with coaches, with the, with the team. I mean, I got, I went into Iowa thinking, okay, it's Iowa. It's in the middle of nowhere. Like, why, why am I coming here? You know, what's getting me to come here? And it's like, I think what made, what helped me most kind of like you was, was the, um, was the team aspect. I mean, I felt like I, I want to be a place where I can not only get a good education, but also like a, almost like a family atmosphere, you know, like I think you could probably might agree with me on this, that swimming is, is, is basically like our second home. You know, you, you want to be somewhere where you're so comfortable. I mean, you're also going to be spending four years with them. I mean, yeah. you could be hanging out with kids outside of, outside of swimming, but you're going to be with them, what, like 20, 20 hours a week, you know? Yeah. so. I think that that's a huge part. Um, and uh, I mean, now, now that we got a little bit of the recruiting process down, I mean, so, uh, so give me a little bit on the, the transition, you know, you, you, you go from California, like I am to, to a Midwest school, having no idea what to expect, going away from family, from friends, like how, how is that for you? Cause I mean, I know it's, it's different for everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just give me a little bit on that. Yeah. Um, so I think one of the one of the things is that my club team was like a fairly new club team and they were pretty small, but we did have we did have a good amount of like fast kids on the team. Um, but we weren't very heavy in the way that we trained like we were very, um, I guess you'd say quality over quantity. Um, so we train like an average of like 4000 yards of practice. Um, and we lifted three times a week, which was I think was very beneficial in high school, especially during those developmental years was pretty nice to lift. 
Um, I, we had three morning practices a week, nothing like crazy. Like, like I know like there are some teams, like, for example, like Sandpipers, I know they just train yards and yards and yards and some of them. Yeah. Do really well yeah. that, but, I don't know so, how they do it, man. Yeah. I so no I feel like they, they <laughs> yeah. So their transition to college, is probably a little bit smoother because college you're going to, you're going to be training some yards, like pretty much like, even like if you're like at like a, there are definitely schools that train less yards than others, but you're just going to, you're going to be grinding some yard just to kind of get that aerobic uh, capacity up. And so I switched to a school that like Indiana is pretty known for their yardage and stuff like that. And so I was, I transferred there or not transferred. I switched into the school there. Um, and I remember the first couple of weeks just being like, Oh my God. Like, and we had these Saturday practices that were like seven to eight K a long course right Ooh. before though we do an hour of um, what's it called? It's like a circuit set. And so like you're lifting weights and running oh. around. And they had to like the day before every Saturday practice, they had to sit us down and be like, you guys need to eat a full meal before circuit because every year somebody passes out and can't finish the circuit. And so you're like, like, I'm like I'm, me being a freshman, I'm terrified. I'm like, oh my God. Like, the first day I remember going into like, there were different intervals for like the swim set. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on the fastest one. I just remember like the distance girls, like they were like, come on guy. And like, cause they were like, I'd like beat them in the first half and all of a sudden, like the red part came up because they were like rain, big rainbow sets and they'd start yeah. passing. Them. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Every time I touch the wall, the coach is like, come on guy. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like I'm just dying. <laughs> like absolutely dying. Yeah. And then, and then after a bit, you kind of get used to, um, you kind of get used to the training. And then the next little step was, so like we combined, like for the first month and a half of school, we were all swimming together, like every group. And then we split off after conditioning. And so I was like, oh, we're going to split off. Like, it probably won't be as bad because it's con it was conditioning before. And now we're, like, doing specific stuff. I was wrong. Um, it was so much. <laughs> it was I, it was like a whole other slap in the face. Like, I'd just gotten used to it. And I got slapped right in the face again. And I was like, oh, my God. And then it took, like, like, another month. And so now I'm, like, two and a half months into school. And I'm, like, finally, like, okay, like, we got this. Like, we're finally, like, ready to do this. And so practice started becoming a little bit easier. And everything became more manageable. And it just ended up becoming a little bit better. I had like a lot better time after like my body got used to it. And you just, I think that's something that every freshman can kind of understand is that you're not going to uh, get there and be so incredibly fit that you're able to do everything. Cause college is a different animal. I remember our weights coach the first week was like, you guys may think you might've worked hard in high school, but you guys don't even know what hard work is. And I was like, what? And I was like, I know hard work is I've trained. I'm a swimmer. I've, I've trained so hard. And I was like, I remember a week later being like, he was, he was so right. He was so right. And he was so right. Yeah, man. you just got to be able to embrace the sock for a little bit. Cause I, even the sophomores that come in during that conditioning, even if they take like their end of summer break, they're a lot better off because they know what to expect. And so I feel like just kind of like getting used to things, understanding that's going to hurt for a little bit, but your body will adjust and you will be able to like deal with the pain and all that stuff. And yeah, I think that, college meets I ended up actually doing like even dual meets like this year I just like was I swam for something different than I've ever swam for before I started swimming for my team versus in high school it's like I need to swim fast so that I can get good times so that I can go to a good college and now you're at that college so now it's like I don't want to swim fast for myself I want to swim fast like I would literally like see kids on the side of the pool cheering for me and I'm like it would like make me work harder while I'm racing because I'm like I'm swimming for those guys I'm not I'm swimming so that my team can do well not so that I can do well for myself. Like it's a whole different atmosphere and the college uh, team aspect is so much different than it was in high school. I, that, that was my, that's my, that is my favorite part about college is just that your team all rallies behind each other and you guys all care about each other doing well, like equally, like versus high school, like where you care about your teammates, 
but it's not the same kind of team aspect that you get in college, which is like, which is a different animal. Um, and then other than that, like, I mean, changing from California weather where it's like the lowest is 50 degrees all year to like snow. I think, I think <laughs> I'm a little bit different than most people from California because I've always really liked cold weather. And so I was really excited for it to be snowy and stuff like that. And so I got there and I was like, oh. yeah. I like, I loved the snow when it was snowing and I was walking to class. I was like, yes, but when it's snowing and you're going to morning practice at five in the morning, you are not as excited about it. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's something that you got to get used to. Um, but I, I did like, there were some parts about swimming indoors that I did enjoy this year. I did enjoy like, yeah, like you wake up early in California and you're outdoors in the morning for a practice oh, and the oh. wind's blowing and you're just <laughs> freezing. But like you, yeah. once you get indoors in your pool in college, you're like, okay, like I'm fine. You get like, and you, and you should be okay. Once you get there, it's just getting out of bed and getting there is the exactly. part. But yeah. So, I mean, the, the freshman year, you just got to really expect that things are going to be very different than what you're used to. Um, and you just kind of got to get ready for that and just know that it gets better. Like you can't, like, like the worst thing that you could do for yourself is call it quits within the first two months, just because you don't really know what it could be like after that. Like, you're not sure like how much better it could get. And I feel like, let's say like you swim your first season and you're like, I, that really wasn't for me. It's a little bit different story. But like, if you were, if you're only a couple months in, I feel like you really just got to like, just be like, okay, it's going to suck now, but it'll get better. Cause you, you yeah. work so hard to get there. Like, why would you just give it all up now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think the, uh, the biggest, I mean, I mean, it was just, I think we could both say the, the first two months were just, were hell, you know, like we, we, it was, it was something new. It was something that we weren't used to. Um, I think that, I mean, even bouncing out school now, you know, I mean, you have, you have hard practices. I mean, you have doubles now, you know, so, so you got to balance out, like going to bed early, waking up early, going to class, going to another practice, finishing homework and doing all this stuff. Like it, it was unbelievable, man. I mean, oh man, I, I don't even know how we did it this year. I got to tell you. Looking back on this right now, is like a flashback. And I just have this, this one week where I, in my mind where school was horrible and it was like, wake up at five, swim, go lift, go to class, go to eat lunch, go to practice. And after practice, go to the academic center, get all my stuff done, meet with my tutor. And then after that, I'm finally done with my homework at like 10. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting back to my dorm room. And I'm like, I'm like, I just need like a little bit of downtime. So I'll watch some TV. Next thing you know, it's 12. I'm like, oh no, go to bed. And the next morning it just gets worse. And I think one of the really important things in college, if you can do is sleep is going to be your friend because there were some weeks where I would get to bed at 9 9 30 every single day and I had like just, like I would like I was just so happy that week because I was able to get to bed early and just everything was like easier for me to do but then there were weeks where I'd get to bed at 12 or later every single night and I, waking up like I didn't want to wake up I couldn't go to class like I'd have to skip some classes to like nap sometimes because it was like so it was too much oh yeah and so you just kind of Find, that's the best thing too about like getting to your second semester you kind of find that balance and rhythm of what you need to be doing and how you're going to fit in schoolwork and how you're going to fit in free time and it, it'll all end up working out so I feel like you just kind of got to trust the process and if you ever have any struggles too your coaches are your coaches and your teammates especially upperclassmen have gone through the same thing and they're all there to help you like don't ever be afraid to reach out because they would love to be able to help you and there's people there too like I like I've met with um sports psychologist this year I've met with um nutritionist I've met with like there's so many different things that you could be doing there's so many uh resources at like a 
a D1 school, especially. There are definitely resources at like other like divisions and stuff like that, but there are people there to help you always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at you preaching about trust in the process. Look at you. Um, so, I mean, yeah, how did, I mean, you know, through all of this, going through the practices, going through the workload, I mean, you know, I, I had to do the same thing, skip some, skip some classes to get a map in, you know? Um, but I mean, you know, eventually I think we can both agree that, uh, that emotions come into play. You know, I, I handled it differently. You might handle it differently. A lot of people had handle it differently um so i mean how, how did you like handle that because you know you you gotta wake up early you got gotta go straight to class you gotta you know stay up and work like some days you might not, not even want to do anything so i mean how did you how did you balance out your emotions with that man <laughs> yeah so i mean there's uh i mean emo like emotionally there the freshman year was like oh my god like i can't like there's i feel like everybody goes through it and that's really important to understand also that you're not alone um, I remember going like my orientation freshman year, there's a separate athlete orientation and it's me and a couple other people in there and there's some football player um, standing up in front of the room and he's like um, explaining the call and I'm like what's the call and so it's like pretty much every, <laughs> your freshman year everybody has the call home at some point or another where you're like mom dad I can't do this anymore I want to come home like I can't like I need to quit like and everybody has it and I heard this like coming from like a, like not even like my own sport and I was like oh my god I thought swimmers were like the only people who like really hated like doing it and so like they're they're like yeah. the sports and like football especially like you think of football and it's like football is a very popular sport so you get you get you go to games and you have all these people cheering for you versus like swimming where like you're gonna have a lot you're gonna have less of a crowd so it's a lot harder to find motivation through like spectators and stuff like that because football is a huge spectator sport and so I'm like oh my god if he's struggling what is it going to be like for a swimmer? And I was terrified. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to have this call. I'm not going to have this call. And I had the call. Like you have the call where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm dying. Like I can't do this. And they're, they, your parents will always be there to support you and your team will always be there to support you. And I think just understanding, I, I think like almost like grouping together as like a freshman class and just understanding that every single other person has probably called their parents but not talked about it to you and every single other person has struggled and not wanted to go to practice it just kind of like almost like bonding with your like your teammates over like struck like suffering like it, it, i think that's the biggest thing yeah, that, yeah that's the best yeah. yeah yeah that's the best way to describe it man yeah, yeah so all right um yeah i mean i, I know i would do that i, I had a couple calls I, I say i had a couple calls um, but yeah, so, I mean, if you were to, you know, there's a lot of people who are probably telling themselves like, oh, I won't have the call and you know, you're going to, you're going to end up having the call. Like there's yeah. no way around it. I mean, I remember, I remember calling my mom and I was like, all right, well, if, if this isn't going to get better, I, I better like buy a moped or something to make me feel better, you know, or, or something to get me getting okay and it's like I mean at the end of the day it's it's just I mean I don't I don't know if this goes with you but like what makes me happy is just doing what I love which is which is the sport you know swimming yeah. you know anybody else listening but like what your sport is and I mean I let a, a lot of my emotions out in there you know I mean I think I think when you get when you get frustrated that you don't do well on a test or a quiz or something like that you you take it out on swimming you know you you want to go home, you take it out on swimming. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you know that you're going to be home. 
you know, like you, you got to figure out how to balance out that, you know, in your case, Indiana's home, or for me, Iowa's home, or, or anybody, you got to find that, that thing that's going to help you get, get you through it and get, get you where you want to be, you know? And I mean, so I mean, if you were to look back now, you know, freshman year is almost over. It's unbelievable. I can't believe that. You know, we got three yeah. more years. It's crazy. Um, I mean, what, what advice would you give yourself? And uh, what would you, I mean, what would you tell anybody like listening right now? I mean, let, let's start easy though. Like let's, let's take, we'll go with you. So what, what would you tell yourself? If you could tell yourself right now in like the, the first day at Indiana, what, what would you tell yourself? I'd kind of almost explain to myself that you, I mean, like I've been preaching this whole time is that like, just understand that it will get better. Um, understand that you can look for other to other people for help and stuff like that if you need help and just um, just kind of uh, tr- I, like you were saying trust the process because uh, halfway through the season I swam a meet and I did not swim the way I was hoping to swim and I was just like I was like oh my god I was like I've worked this hard for this many months and I've died every single day and this is what happened and I was like you know what I'm just going to keep on pushing and the end of the season I ended up surprising myself like like really surprising myself and made like an A final at big tens. And I was like, wow, I was like that, like that was all the work that I put in right there. And just kind of also telling myself like to not take it too seriously because I would get so stressed out for every single practice. Like, like besides, besides the one recovery practice we had a week, I would like, <laughs> I, would, I would be scared walking onto the pool deck. I'm like, I'm going to die right now. It's like, this is going to hurt so bad. And just kind of understanding that like, just like kind of come into pool deck and joke around with your friends and just be like, I'm like here to have a good time. I'm not here. Like, let's say like, like don't put too much pressure on that one practice. Like what I, what I started doing halfway through the season, it might not work for everybody, but I started telling myself, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to try this practice. And that way I'd be like, okay, like I'll get in the water. And then I'd get in the water and then I'd finish warm up. And then like, we get to the main set and I'm like, you know what? I'm already here. Try like, and so like, it was just kind of like a trick almost to get me through everything. Like, once I finally got there, I was like, okay, now we're actually going to put in the effort. And I actually talked to one of the girls on my team who was an absolute unit this year. I think she broke like two team records or something like that. Oh, she told wow. me the same thing. Yeah, she told me the same thing. She was like, I go into every practice and I'm just like, you know what? If I don't want to try, I'm not going to try. And then she'll end up trying. But like, it's yeah. just like telling yourself, like kind of getting, tricking yourself to get in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I'd say just, just have fun with everything. Just really enjoy the people that you're around too, like I was saying earlier, because I mean, as much as like, you'll see them in the pool, they're pretty much there. I mean, the odds of them being your friends outside of the pool are also going to be very great because I pretty much only hung out with like, like not only hung out with swimmers, but like they were like some of my closest friends outside the pool. So just like, I think making sure you really like those people. Yeah. Well, if a uh, young Kai is listening, <laughs> yeah, make sure to have fun. Um, I mean, yeah. And so like, if you, if you were to give anything a little extra for anybody looking in high school, you know, I mean, I know that people, I mean, for the process, for, for the recruiting side, I mean, I know, I mean, I was, I went through it. I don't know if you went through it, but I mean, I, I struggled just trying to, just trying to know where to start, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, what would, what would you tell people going through the process, like the recruiting process? Cause I mean, I know a lot of people at my high school who, who want to swim at the, you know, the D1, the D2 level mm-hmm. or even D3 level, you yeah. know? And it's like, well, how, where do I start? So, like, what, what, what advice would you give now if you were able to, you know, go back to your high school or go back to your club? What would you, what would you tell them then? Yeah, I would just kind of tell everybody. Um, I think the biggest thing still, like, uh, is, like, have, enjoy what you're doing. Because if you're not, like, enjoying swimming, 
your effort in the pool is going to decrease and you're not going to be as good as a swimmer as you have the potential to be. I think just enjoyment in the sport in general uh, can make a night and day difference. Uh, just like, like I, I can't even explain it because it's just like you have to, like, I, I mean, you got to feel it. Yeah. For me, enjoying the sport turned me in from like a sectional level swimmer to making like, like finaling at juniors and stuff like that. Like it was just, it's that big of a difference. And I just feel like just enjoy, like, yeah, like I was saying, enjoying what you're doing. And I mean, just being like, like persistent and stuff like that, like just like reaching out to coaches and figuring out where you want to go. And I feel like honestly, like with coaches and stuff like that, it like, if you show like that, you're like really interested in them, it almost like makes you look a lot better because they're like, Oh, look, this guy is so interested in us. Maybe we'll give him a shot. And like, maybe even if you're like, maybe you're at your sophomore year of high school and you're still not where you'd like to be. If you can really make a difference in your junior and senior years, like that upside potential that coaches will be looking at, they'll be like, look how much potential this guy has. This is how much he's done in a year and he's only going to get better from there. I feel like coaches recruit, like people might just think that it's just night and day. Like coaches only look at times, but coaches don't only look at times. Coaches look at like what kind of person you are. Like I know some really fast people that have been, like on recruiting trips and stuff like that, that haven't been able to, that we like the team said no to because they were not like right fit for the team. Like the team's, uh, I feel like just being a good person, um, being persistent with who you're talking to. And I mean, just enjoying it in general are the three biggest tips I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot of people going through that process right now and especially like, you know, we, we can't do anything during the current, like the quarantine process, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, character is a huge thing. Um, I know a lot of people who who uh, who were actually on my trip to Iowa who who didn't even you know who took places who took trips to other places and places told them no just because like you said their personality like you can be you can be like one of the fastest but like you said if you don't have like that personality or if you don't click with the team like it, that may be thrown out the window for you you know like it's it's kind of crazy to think that you know. I mean, it's nice to actually think, you know, that people, people look more than just times or people yeah. look more than just like, oh, your development. Like you could, you could peak in your high, your senior year of high school, not go that fast for the next two years and just have not that great of an attitude. And yeah. the coach could easily just, you know, kick you off or do something about it just because you don't have that same drive or you don't have that same fun or you don't have that same personality. You know, I think it's crazy that, like, I just, I mean, that's what I was thinking before. Like, I thought it was just like, oh, my gosh, I have to, I have to go so fast. I have to work so hard. I have to, I have to do all these things. But if you just have a good connection and, like, the biggest thing you talked about, relationship, like, mm -hmm. if you're a good person, you should be, you should be all right, won't you say? Yeah. I mean, the, the, we have a, we have three things in the team, um, that you can have and you need at least two of them to be on the team is what we always say is you need either good grades you need to be a, a good swimmer or you need to be a good teammate like you need to bring i mean not exactly a good swimmer just like swim like practice like either even yeah. if it's just like because we, we have some guys that are like really good practicers but don't race as well as others like you just need like and i think that one of the biggest things too is like the reason we've cut off some people who are in the top 10 recruiting class um top 10 in their recruiting class is because of their attitudes and i feel like that is the bit like We've never cut off somebody because we're like, oh, like maybe they won't be able to do this academically or maybe like they're swimming. Like, cause we, we, we like, we look to, we look positive about their swimming and their academics. Like it can always get better, especially once they get here. But the, the personality thing is something that 
that sticks with people because you're not really going to change night and day just because you're at a new school. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty hard to change the way you are. So I mean, just be like a good person and make it and be friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the three things that you just said, you know, good, good athlete, good grades and just great personality. I mean, I think I mean, now, that, now that I'm thinking about it, like you can really just, you can almost just like live your life off that man. Like good work, you know, good personality and good at whatever, whatever it else, your, your hobby, like yeah. anything you want. I mean, you can be for basketball players, football players, like you can do a lot with the personality because mm -hmm. like you said, you, you can't just change. You can't just go from a talker to just being silent the whole time. Like yeah. someone's going to get you to talk, you know, yeah. it's kind of funny how it works. Like you can get people to talk no matter how much they don't want to talk. And, um, I mean, I think, man, you gotta be thinking like now, now we, we should all really just be by be living by that, you know, like at least have the two, you know, yeah. good grades, good, you know, good athlete or good personality. Like you can work on all three, but I mean, having the two of three is just, I mean, that's almost like life changing, you know, yeah. like if, if you have two of the three, that's, that's a, that's so big, man. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. All right. Well. Well, thank you for coming on. I do have one more question for you. One more question. It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird question. So um, what would you say? Actually, it's not, it's not what would you say. What are the top three songs or the top three artists you're listening to right now? Because a lot of people are in quarantine. A lot of people don't know what to do. A lot of people are like, all right, well, you know, I can sit around and do nothing. What, what any new music, anything for me? Um, stuff I'm pulling up. I just had to pull up my SoundCloud or my Spotify. All right, all right. Okay, one song well, that give, I've been asked so people so people can holler at you on SoundCloud. Give that. Oh, I, I'm gonna go with Spotify's at it's Kai Bathers dash US. If you ever want to look. Oh, there you go. Go give my guy follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the songs I've been stuck on for like six months is like, and I don't even know the artist like really other songs, but it's like called H E A D Y like Heady by reaper and i'm like it's like I, I listen to very mellow chill kind of music unless i'm getting pumped up for a race <laughs> um but i listen to that a lot um there's this song like it's kind of weird but i'm gonna i'm gonna admit it i found it off tiktok but it's like the song let go by like arc patrol and it's very mellow too okay. and then i guess i'll, I'll uh, the weekend um when you're looking at like uh, blinding lights that one's awesome but i'm gonna give one last one that's like uh <laughs> that's like a pump up song that i was listening to it's like day and night remix by, oh okay by moxie on this one's only on soundcloud though so you got to go on soundcloud to find this one. all right all right everyone hear that soundcloud yeah and the artist i mean the person who posted is mr house so i mean find that one that one gets me pumped up all the time <laughs> all right all right sounds good man well well everyone who heard that it's heady and it's oh my gosh the weekend who was the third one what was that middle one the mellow tiktok which one, what was it let go by arc patrol all right there you go let let go so everyone go help my guy out go go get those songs a listen um if you guys want to contact kai uh give your ad man where can they contact you I mean, I, I take any DM. My Instagram is uh, Kai Bathurst. And so I feel like that's probably the best way to reach me. I'd always check those. And I guess we, I can, through there, I can give you any other kind of information if you wanted to reach out me, through me through number. If you have any more questions, I'd love to answer. 
Uh, I'd love to help out a future swimmer. If you're interested in Indiana, I could maybe put in a good word. <laughs> maybe we'll yeah. see. But, yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Always love talking to you. Um, and hopefully I get to see you soon, man. Yeah, for sure, buddy. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. Woo! Did you get goosebumps? Because I know I did. And I do know that that was another great episode of the On Top Soon podcast and another great opportunity to learn how you can be the best and to reach your full and highest potential. Thank you so much to the very talented athlete we had on today. And before you go, please go give our Twitter account a follow at On Top Soon Podcast and go rate us on iTunes to give us some feedback on how we can be better every single day. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll look forward to hearing from you soon.